From the All-Ireland Business Foundation, this is Elaine Carl bringing you AIBF Business Talk. AIBF is an independent national body tasked with enterprise development and the promotion of best-in-class businesses as business all-stars. Today, I catch up with Jerry McDonnell of Interactive Displays Ireland, a leading provider of digital signage solutions to the Irish market, offering sales, distribution and installation services nationwide. Thank you so much for joining me on AIBF Business Talk today, Jerry. Jerry, it's fair to say that the whole world of advertising and how businesses are reaching out to their customers um, has changed so much over the last number of years. You know, we see digital advertising replacing billboard advertising, but interactive displays and the various strands to your businesses brings it to a whole new level. I'd love for you to share with our listeners today all about you know the work that you do, interactive displays, and the services that you provide. Thanks, Elaine, for having me. Um, I, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, like digital signage, it can be a powerful tool for engaging any audience, like with conveying any message effectively. Like so, um, from any industry really that's customer facing can have digital signage in their business and. It has been proven to increase sales or increase engagement in the product that somebody is trying to to sell and get across there. So, um, for ourselves, we we like to have a bit of fun with it because we like to see different industries and what we can actually do with that particular, you know, industry and and see how how we can improve their sales, how we can increase their sales through digital signage and stuff like that. So. We like to have a little bit of fun along the way as well with customers and say, right, well, let's try this. You know, they might might have something in their head, but sometimes we can come up with a, a solution and then, you know, chat back to them in six months time and see how is that going for you? And we know we've made a positive impact. So when I think of digital signage, one thing that comes to mind is, for example, if I go into some, um, we just say, you know, the franchises in the fast food industry, for example, and I see fantastic billboards and signage and obviously menus are ever changing and it makes it easier to change. But outside of the food industry, what other industries can use and, and benefit from digital signage? Oh, so many, like in, in with the food industries and stuff like that. Like we we supply all the screens to like the likes of Supermax or Spar and Mace, Londis, um the Musgraves. We do many independents and stuff like that as well. But the, the we we have screens basically in a wide wide range. We've we screens in the likes of courtrooms. Um, in um, libraries, in schools, in you know hotels are a big, big thing. Basically, anywhere, even offices and stuff like that. That you know, large offices that they want to get information across to their employees. Like, there's so many, and even the touchscreen element as well, because the touchscreen element brings another layer to the information that you want to get across. So, for you know, wayfinding screens, so people can find their way around the building, or um you know, even to find out more information in the likes of, say, museums that we do and stuff like that, to find out more information on, you know, we've done one there for the Whale and Dolphin Society and, you know, you can go in and you can find out more information about the, the mammals that are swimming around our oceans and stuff like that. So it's basically, you know, and from, say, engineering the whole way through to retail, to hospitality, to hospitals, we've done in hospitals and yeah, it's just the easiest way to convey a message. So when you think about it like that, you could just touch the... There's nearly every industry 
that has either people in buildings or people walking through or as a floor or a retail element or as you said there from an information point and I think we're also used now to having a mobile phone in our hands and the touchscreen element of it so how important is innovation being for you in your business oh massive like over the years we have we have evolved so much like we we've we've changed our software i don't know how many times like but we're constantly adapting to you know new trends or um new requirements from customers as well like so we actually have a new software launching in q3 it'll be called screen fusion um and to be an ai driven tool that will allow customers to do even more with the software that they 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 have um be it you know collecting analytics of the type of demographic of the person that's viewing their ad and giving them a um a report on you know what ad suits best and even down to helping them create their content as well because that's a big thing too like the whole content there's no point in having a screen there and putting up an old powerpoint presentation it needs to be dynamic and it needs to flow and it needs to catch the attention of the of the person so our new software that we're doing will have a design element in it so um you can go in and you can type in you want something burgers for dog's sake and it'll bring up menus pre-designed for burger menus and you know have um bit of animated content and you'll be able to just basically fill in the blanks, put in your prices and stuff like that and publish it to the screen. So we're trying to make it as easy as possible. But like, I think it has to be clear and, you know, very, very easy to use. That's it, the user friendliness, because sometimes, you know, out there, it's great if you've been somebody or an organization or a business that, that has been moving with the times. Each change going forward, you know, is just a step forward. But for, for some, you know, companies, we'll just say maybe smaller, more localized and community-based organizations and retailers and all of that. But if you haven't been moving with the digital age and technology, it can just seem like another world. Sure. And another thing as well with the software and the hardware that we've done in the last year is for climate change and environment as well. So we can actually now, you know, instruct the screens or the media players or whatever to turn off at nighttime to save electricity and even to dim down the the brightness of a screen at nighttime and stuff like that so you're not you know light polluting or whatever but oh i think the biggest thing for especially when we've got a cost of living crisis and stuff like that and the price of energy and stuff like that is to reduce the cost on the end user as well so by knocking off the screen like nobody's gonna be out and about it you know in the middle of the night looking at a screen so there's no point in having it on but the customer doesn't want to be good in and turn it on every morning so we have built into the motherboards that they'll actually you know go into a standby mode and then they'll wake themselves back up in the morning time or whatever it is um or you can have it we can set schedules and stuff like that through the software so it's all all on on the the premise that you can you know save money on your esb bill or you know reduce light pollution as well and artificial intelligence is certainly, I won't say a buzzword at the minute, but we're hearing it across, you know, across everything from social media to I have young kids that are at that age now, you know, getting on various social platforms and apps, etc. But it seems to be driving so much. When I think of, you know, how exactly does that work? For example, take a retail shop and you mentioned the work there with the likes of your, you know, your spars, mates, Londis, etc. How is that integrated into your type of, into the advertising that can come through on interactive displays? I think if you take even the smallest retailer, even an independent, say for talk's sake, 
I think the fact that if we could integrate, say, the weather for talk's sake into the software, and we say we've had a lot of rain recently, right? But if you've got a sunny day and he's got or she's got a load of ice cream there that they need to sell, but that the system is clever enough to know that today is a sunny day and they need to be promoting their 99s or their whatever it is, ice creams and stuff like that, that the, the AI tool will actually decide Today we're going to have ice cream and put the ice cream advertising up on the screen. And on the wetter days, then, you know, you could be advertising fuel or whatever it is that's, uh, you know, snacks for home and stuff like that. that They're going to be staying indoors and stuff like that. But it, it needs to be clever like that. And it needs to actually take heed of what's going on. Another thing that we're we're doing that it won't come into the Bobby Q1 of next year, but we're going to integrate different events that are on around the country. So say like say the Garrett Brooks concerts that were on there um, you know if you wanted you could integrate events into the system so it would then sell things related to concerts or paraphernalia to do with the concerts and stuff like that or it could play music so we can also do music as well so it could play like Garrett Brooks music in the school whatever do you know what I mean so like there's so much that you can do and even the future of AI I'm what we're seeing at the minute as well is the whole idea of direct advertising to a person using their phone basically and using the screens so if you had a screen up say in a train and and your commuter on the train and you sit down beside the screen technically it is possible at the minute that through the nfc on on, on your um phone or whatever it is that's you know that screen could then communicate to you it'll know what your likes are on Facebook and Instagram and all these different things and then present ads to you sitting there on the train. So that's coming down the line and um, unfortunately that, that that will come into play. Like, but I think that's a little bit big brother myself. Now, Absolutely. To be honest with you. But it, yeah. just go, it just goes to show the possibilities that are there yeah. and I suppose how important as well, Jerry, she is for you to be constantly innovating, you know, and investing in your research and development and all of that. But behind every business, like interactive displays, you know, and I know that you've got, you know, the technology arm and, and all of that as well. But how do you keep a happy workforce? How important is it for your team and for your staff to be to have bought into all of this, to be coming on such a fast-paced journey? I, I think that that's a very good question. I think I think that's one thing we made a mistake on was staff throughout the years, and we actually have a good we have a good balance now, but. In the past, and this would be a piece of advice that I would give to to other businesses starting up: don't employ family. <laughs> don't employ family. So I think when we sacked all the family members, um, that's when things turned around. But I, I don't mean that mean or disrespectful to any family member. I know, but um, I think that you need to have people that you can get along with and have a bit of crack with and have the fun with. But they need to do the job and they need to be clever and they need to, you know, go the extra mile and think outside the box. Like thinking outside the box, we put it, I think, on every job advert. You, you need to think outside the box here because not every customer is the same and not every, you know, scenario is going to be the same, even in the sales end of things to the installation to the whatever type of screens, you know what I mean? So we do we do look for people that fit the team. Um, and that, you know, we, we've often had people before that have come in and they didn't fit and they could have been good at their job, but they just didn't fit the team. And 
it, I think it's very, very, very important that, you know, you have a good team morale and we all get along. We, we go out for drinks or we do whatever, do you know what I mean? So, um, I do think that's important the outside of work and inside of work that's, you know, your, your friend basically, do you know? Um, but at the end of the day that there's a clear understanding that, you know, the work needs to be done and, you know, I think when you have that and you have the camaraderie that, you know, things do get done and they do get done very well. It's so important, isn't it? That camaraderie element. And having fun, as you mentioned it yourself, you know, you like to do things and even in innovating in your R&D, I could see there, you know, when you were telling me earlier about, you know, the new launch that you have coming down the track and how it was fun to work on as well, you know. Just, Jerry, to leave our listeners here today, right, because a lot coming in, the majority of our listeners here today are probably customer-facing in some remit or other. You know, it have to be so, I suppose, important and cognizant of, of you know, the, the type of customer that they have. And digital advertising is something that comes very part and parcel with every marketing strategy now within a business. What three tips would you leave um, any of your fellow listeners here today, you know, when they're thinking about digital advertising? I suppose, like, the first one will be to keep it clear and concise. Do you know what I mean? Like, digital signage you know it's it's limited to a screen so and it's limited to to a size of the screen so it has to get the message across but it has to be like you know bold and you know whatever message you are trying to get across that it's you know focused on that and then at the end of that message you need to have your call to action so it's you know come in store or buy now or whatever it is that the 30 percent off you, you you need to get that information across as well like the, it has to be the second thing I suppose would be you know again eye catch of visuals so if there's animation that it's um or video content or whatever that it's it fits the screen it's the right proportion and it's you know moving but not distracting from the message that you want to get across and then I suppose like tailored and we'll try you said tailored and, and content and scheduling so that you're not advertising St. Patrick's Day three days after St. Patrick's Day. Do you know that, you know, St. Patrick's Day comes, you have your adverts up, you need to have them up probably a week or two beforehand. And then the minute that that parade is finished or whatever it is, you're on to the next thing. So you're on to Easter or whatever comes after St. Patrick's Day. So like scheduling your content and, you know, making the most of every second that that screen is run, you know, or say for talk's sake, a retail um deli or something like that if they've cooked too much chicken mm-hmm. put it up on the screen you're doing a special offer whatever it is use it do you know so use the content and scheduling the schedule there for an hour after the the rush and say look we've got you know three for three for two on chicken whatever it is you know what i mean get it out the door sell it it's all about sell 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 as far as i can tell and, and it's know? all about being so proactive as well because they're really three i think very the simple but effective pieces of advice there you know have your messaging clear and concise with the call to action have your eye-catching visuals you know that that just that don't distract from the main message as well um and then tailored and scheduling and be, have a timely and relevant as to the period so i think they're they're three really good tips that any business can take you know take into account no matter what type of advertising they have it's took a long time for us to to get to this point like do you know what i mean so like we have been we've been on the go since two i, I first started business in 2007 and it was 2009 when i really got up and going but um i think 
it's not just when I'm not just saying that, you know, it's something that is the, the key thing to say, but it's over years of experience. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a long time, you know, that we've been doing this and we know, we know what we're doing. Do you know what I mean? And we love doing it. It's not uh, a boring job by any means. Like, you know, so um, any customer that comes on board with ourselves, we're passionate to get them increase their sales, you know what I mean, and, and make an impact on their business. So it's not just a matter of sell, sell, sell all the screens. Yes, that's great and all like that. But if they don't make money, we don't make recurring money. Do you know what I mean? So that's that's a big thing too as well. I just want to get And I think as well, Jerry, given the level of, you know, the fantastic client list that you have, and you just mentioned some of the, those there, I think that, you know, nearly all of our listeners will be familiar with the Supermax, fantastic Supermax displays. Like your spars, your mises, you know, those type of retail outlets. And that it's, it's you know, no wonder that your displays are in such demand, Jerry. And I would just, you know, encourage any of our listeners here today to consider and to look at maybe the type of advertising and signage and billboards that you are using and maybe ask yourself the question, how could it be, be more effective? And I'm sure, Jerry, you'll be open for a conversation to give anybody a steer in that regard. Like one thing... Like, the, as, as I said, there's no point in selling somebody's screen just for the sake of selling it. Like, we want to we want to make your business a success as well. Do you know what I mean? So it's in our interest that you keep going and, you know, you know, expand your business and stuff like that. But, like, yeah, if anybody wants to have a chat about signage and stuff like that, no problem whatsoever. We've teamed with sales here and we've come, I talk to people every single day, but, you know, they may have... Uh, an idea in their head and we can bring that to fruition you know what I mean and, and get them going yeah and have that conversation so Jerry, thank you so much for joining me I wish you all the very best because given the fast rate of a piece of change you know I can just imagine the amount of R&D that's continuously going on behind the scenes so looking forward to your new launch over the next couple of months and to see what the future holds thank you Jerry. thank you for listening to AIBF Business Talk today I really do hope you enjoyed listening in To find out more about the All-Ireland Business Foundation and the work that we do, especially the Business All-Stars programme, just go to www.aibf.ie. Remember, never put off until tomorrow what you can do today. Until next time, from your host, Elaine Carroll, goodbye.